0: What you know about rolling down in the deep When your brain goes numb You can call that mental freeze When these people talk too much Put that in slow motion Yeah, I feel like an astronaut in the ocean ay. What you know about rolling down in the deep When your brain
1: goes numb you- It's the Fan Cave College Football Edition presented by Drives at Mile High Time to tailgate with your host, Tony Comas Oh, that means it's college football time. That's right. You get it all right here for the next hour with me, Tony Combs, part of the conglomerate. That is... The Fan Cave, the expansion, the growth that the boys, the Lambros, the team here at the Fan Cave have experienced, along with the team with Mile High Sports, man, it's just fantastic. It's MMA, it's college football, it's the Show Show. It is the Nugs, the Abs, wah, wah, the Broncos. Oh my goodness, Danny Bailey behind the glass. How you doing, buddy?
2: Doing great, Buffs game day today. Looking forward to being up in Boulder tonight, watching them take on Stanford.
1: That that's right, man, and, and it is not Stanford, Alabama for some people who might get that confused with that great program down there in college football. But this is the Stanford. Are they are they the Stanford Cardinal, the Stanford Tree, the Stanford? Like I, I, I still haven't figured that out. Technically, it's the Cardinal, right, Danny? Yeah,
2: but wh- I mean. I didn't know that a cardinal was a type of tree, so it's all very confusing to me too.
1: <laughs> and it looks like a Pixar like uh, animated uh, a mascot. If if they had it one It is at it's all. from hey. one of
2: those like 30-minute shorts.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. That's right. Your Buffs, the Buffs take it on Stanford in Boulder. No um no no pre-game show. You know Fox isn't going to be there as far as you know your Saturday what we've been used to. Uh, over at Folsom for the uh, for the majority of the first half of the college football season this year, but what a first half of college football it has been. And I tell you what uh, no disappointments, I think here in the state of Colorado. Big games going on. You got CU so taking on Stanford tonight. That's at 820 mountain time. CSU uh, at home against Boise State. So they take on the Broncos coming to town against CSU. Air Force at Wyoming. Now that is one I am looking forward to. What we have on the docket today? There's tons of great college football this weekend. USC, Notre Dame, Oregon, and Washington probably headline the weekend of the best matchups that you've got going. The top six, uh, I think the top five, uh, have some matchups that are when I say top five, you know, you, you, you're <clears throat> Georgia. Um, Texas or not Texas I'm sorry oh we got we got that one wrong last week didn't we Danny
2: unfortunately yep
1: yeah miracle drive by uh great game though former former UCF quarterback Dylan Gabriel who transferred to Oklahoma two seasons ago and he is reaping the rewards and the benefits of last second touchdown uh to put OU uh, in the winning column and sent Texas home uh, horns down, man! What a fantastic game! A good weekend last weekend of college football. I think overall, I, every weekend's a good weekend as long as it has college football. Hey, we are gonna kick this off today. We're gonna preview that CU Stanford game. We're gonna preview CSU Boise State. We're gonna preview Air Force and Wyoming, which I think is gonna be best one of the best games uh, of the college football weekend. And then also, we're going to have our pick segment in the fourth. Danny, you and me, we got to do a little bit. How did we do, by the way, last week? I think it wasn't bad, right? It was like three and two or four and one. No, we definitely did all right. Yeah.
2: Not perfect, yeah. but we did okay.
1: I know. Well, we hold ourselves to a really high level there, really high standard um, on Fridays here. So what we're going to get everybody back on track with that being said. Our good friends over at Drives at Mile High, the Lambros, Ryan and Roman Romero introducing self-guided tours. What is Drives at Mile High, you might say. Go to the website, drivesatmilehigh.com, and you can see for yourself. They have an amazing, exotic, luxury car rental fleet, and the cars are yours. Introducing, like I said, the self-guided tours. Don't know where to go? They've got it figured out for you. they got packaged routes, which include mileage. All you need to do, Enjoy the scenery, especially this time of year, the fall, the changing of the leaves. You can do it in any one of their fleet cars that they've got. Chevy Corvette, you want the Stingray, you want the Lambo Gallardo, you want the, um, maybe it's an off-road car, maybe it's the Toyota 4Runner Off-Road Premium, uh, or a Tundra Off-Road Premium, the Gladiator, or maybe you want to just go... In the Porsche 911 Carrera 4S. Any of those can be yours. All you got to do go to drivesatmilehigh.com. It's easy. You can book online. You can book on the phone. You come, pick up the car at the Denver um, warehouse, the Denver garage. It's yours. And you return the car. Boom. It's over. All for a reasonable price there um, to make some memories and enjoy this beautiful Colorado weather. This weekend is going to be fan freaking fantastic. So, what we are going to move on to next, Danny. Uh, before we get into CU and Stanford, do you have a game outside of that one that has kind of caught your eye? Or I mean, I know we there's there's some pretty good ones out there, either on the radar or off the radar.
2: Well, I mean, I hate to be kind of a I don't know a, a square, I guess, with these, but it's Oregon, <laughs> Washington, and USC, Notre Dame for me. Those are the two games that I'm most interested in outside of tonight's at Folsom field.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's hard to kind of pick something outside of that because, and and think about it. When's the last time a weekend was headlined by four PAC 12 teams? You know, it's been quite some time for that to happen. I'm sorry. USC, Notre Dame, um, three technically PAC 12 teams, not four, but that Oregon Washington game, one, that's going to be, I think, uh, I one thirty our time uh, on ABC. Bo Nix, you got the matchup there. Quarterback Michael Penix, and also two guys that are headlining the Heisman watch. Um, do you have a Heisman front runner right now, Danny? And I'll tell you mine.
2: Um, I have a little piece of me that thinks Caleb Williams has a chance to go back to back, but I also don't think that the committee really wants to do that. So I'm leaning Michael Penix right now
1: mm mm-hmm.
2: not sure how confident I am, though.
1: Well, I think a lot. Well, you know what? I think we'll learn more tomorrow um, Great point. with this, with, with the results of that. Um, I, I put it on the formerly known as uh, Twitter machine, now X, uh, about five weeks ago. I think it was after week two that my my guy, my long shot for the Heisman, as much as it pains me, was uh, is. And now I believe should be in top consideration. Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma quarterback, um, just what he what he's doing not only with his arm. And and I'll tell you a funny story because what one of the reasons why when Gus Malzahn went to UCF and Dylan Gabriel was a starting quarterback there. Dylan Gabriel got hurt, um, ended up having to go to the backup quarterback there, and uh, ended up being the last snaps Dylan Gabriel ever took at UCF as he transferred. Um, Went on the free agent market, took visits to um, USC, took visits to uh, Auburn, took visits to um, Oklahoma, ultimately following Jeff Levy, his former uh, offensive coordinator at UCF, who then uh, left to go to Ole Miss and then ultimately ending up at Oklahoma. But Dylan Gabriel, you know, he he, what was. What was put out there at that time was that he just can't run in Gus Malzahn's offense because he needs to be a little bit more mobile of a quarterback. What? Look what he's doing so far. Look what he's done for two seasons. I mean, Gabriel is doing – he's keeping plays – he's creating, keeping plays alive, and then with that left arm of his is finishing. He's doing fantastic. But I tell you what, Michael Penix is just something special. Uh, Caleb Williams, Michael Penix, Dylan Gabriel – um, uh, yeah, Jaden Daniels, uh, a good week last week against Missouri did a good job there. Uh, so, you know, from a Heisman standpoint, I think that, uh, those guys right there could be, you know, very nice to, uh, well, I say, if you're looking to take a long shot, take Dylan Gabriel, I think Danny, he's, I think he's, I'm reading it right now. He's plus 2000 to win the Heisman. The front runner, according to Vegas is Caleb Williams, USC's Caleb Williams at plus plus one eighty. Michael Penix, plus 380. Quinn Ewers, I'm a little surprised about that one. Um, but, I mean, obviously he's still throwing numbers up there. If Texas can run the table, there's going to be a rematch with Oklahoma um, for the Big 12 title. And one thing I heard today was that, you know, hey, Texas would be in, Oklahoma would be out. I think that's wrong because that if that happens, and that scenario has happened, we've seen it happen in the um, in college football in the SEC where, and we've seen it happen in the big 10 where the big 10 winner um, or runner up actually got into the playoff and two teams or, or two teams got in from that conference. So um, I don't think that it's not impossible. I don't think it's impossible for the big 12 to get two teams in. I think right now the PAC 12 has a great opportunity to do that. I think the big 12 has a great opportunity to do that. And I think the big 10 have a, has a great opportunity to do that. This is the year, Danny, where you could see either just one, that being the SEC champion, more than likely, Georgia, um, one team from the SEC, and there's to be no more consideration from any other teams from the SEC. If Georgia should stumble somehow, um, then could we see a college football playoff without a representative from the SEC? Hey, uh, that's the beauty of college football. You never know. So when we come back, we're gonna go ahead, get into Folsom Field, CU, Stanford, and your buffs, Deion Sanders. Ooh, I'm looking at my watch right now, Danny. It looks like we got to go to break. And we go come back, talk a little bit more about watches, and we'll talk a little bit more about what you're going to be watching tonight. Your buffs. It is the Fancake, 107.5, 98.1. Wait, I did that backwards. 98.1, 1, 107.5, HD3, my high sports. who get it done. I
2: need an alarm system in my
1: house so I know
0: when people are Yeah, model, model is model. I mean, guys, you can not believe in Moda, I believe in Moda. Why you think I brought him here? Moda don't miss. You call the time out and freeze him all you want, that don't mean nothing to model. No, that's who he is. And he, it, what he always says to me when I walk over to him and give him a hug, he said, I don't miss. And I love him. So I told him to do your thing. Do your thing. Get your shine on. Go.
1: Welcome back to the Fan Cave, presented by Drives at Mile High on Mile High Sports. He does not miss. That's right, Coach Prime. Mana doesn't miss. Coach, I don't miss. I love that, Danny. I'm Tony Pellman. Danny Bailey behind the glass. It is the fan game. College football edition. Man, having some good fun here today. So much great college football this weekend. I think highlighted, headlined tonight by CU versus Stanford. Tomorrow, the headliners, USC at Notre Dame. Going to South Bend, the Trojans heading out that way. Lincoln Riley, oh man, that's going to be a good one. Oregon and Washington—that this is this is the game of the weekend, um, headlined by your quarterback battle there. Bo Nix, Michael Penix, the winner of this game, uh, not only positions their team in a great spot for a Pac-12 championship, but potentially for a national championship and a Heisman Trophy. Love it. So, see you, Stanford. This segment. Proudly presented by our boys over at Evolved Wellness and Health. Check them out, Evolved Wellness and Health. I've been using them. Dependable. These guys have just started up a service. uh, Food, essentially meal prep, everything you need right there. They do HRT, TRT, IV therapy, uh, molecular peptides. Everything that you guys need to get yourself evolved, change yourself, inspire yourself, unlock your potential That is Evolve Wellness and Health, 303-942-0655. Do it, man. Don't just sit there in your car while you're eating your Big Mac or you got a Whopper, you got some fries, you can barely see the gas pedals because your belly's hanging over there. You know, get out there. It's not never, never too late to make a change and get healthy. 303-942-0655, Evolve Wellness and Health. Well, speaking of health, uh, Danny Bailey, guess who's back? Back again. Travis Hunter, I believe he is a go for tonight. Have you heard anything from your insides, the insiders, DB?
2: Uh, everything that I have heard is that he will play tonight. But at the end of the day, I mean, if Coach Prime really wanted him to be out until after the bye week he could say hey Travis I appreciate all the work you've done to get back but let us do this one without you just coach the boys up and come back uh, after a little more rest but Travis is a guy if he wants to get out there and he's been cleared by the doctors that's why he's been practicing all week I think it's gonna be hard to keep him off the field if he wants to be out there
1: yeah I agree that's something that's just that competitive nature that spirit something that is innate a quality that is innate and he is somebody that we get to watch tonight on Fridays. We get to watch a couple more Sat—not a couple. We get to watch quite a bit more Saturdays with him on there. But we're going to be watching a lot of him on Sundays. And I think that's where—that's where Prime, I think, is kind of—you know—he knows, he knows that this kid is special. I was thinking about this um, while I was driving around working this morning. And um, do you like? I, is it possible that? CU could have two buffs go in the first round this year. I, I, I mean, I think it's it's definitely possible with Shador and with uh, with Travis, right, Danny?
2: Yeah, it's possible, but I have a feeling that both of those guys are going to be around still after this year. So
1: you think they're going to stay? I guess. And you know what? I'm, with I mean, NIL, just,
2: those are two of the yeah. two of the biggest earners in all of college football.
1: Yeah, why, why go? Didn't we talk about this, I think, in the past? I think we have talked about this, but it makes perfect sense. Even a guy like Caleb Williams, you know, you guys like Shador, you guys like Travis Hunter, you you can stay in college and make five mil a year, at least. It, it, so so why you know, why go to the NFL if you don't have to? And if you have an opportunity, this quarterback class um is a is just
2: well, excuse us for a minute as I try to get Tony back.
1: Oh, yeah, I kept going. Boy, I said so many. I mean, what I said was so just uh, amazing. I'm sorry that the listeners didn't get to hear it. But we were talking about the quarterback class, yeah, being um, being so deep. And it might be, you know, that might be the right decision for a Shador Sanders to stay. You know, stay, play, and 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 get paid. Stay, play, and get paid. Because he doesn't have to go to the NFL now. He doesn't have to to get paid. Um, and then I passed on to that from there, going to um, the Pac-12, going to CU. They have been um, you know, searching for that fifth or going for, for that fifth win tonight, Danny. Have you seen the Buffs play a complete game this season so far? And do you think tonight could be that night?
2: They played close to a complete game against Nebraska, but they also got a lot of help uh, with turnovers. Yeah. So I'm going to say no. and I mean, not not for four quarters they haven't played a full complete game.
1: And I think, you know, they've been – listen, Colorado is going to score. They're one of five teams in the country who has scored on every possession they've had in the red zone. I saw that stat and it was totally amazed. And that's 20 visits to the red zone. 15 touchdowns, five field goals. Matter, I don't miss. I don't – it doesn't matter. So, you know, they got to get off to a good start offensively. They've got to slow down the run on defense in order to just kind of – I think that they set the tone early tonight. Um, Stanford is a team. They're 1-4. Uh, they've got – honestly, I'm trying to think. What What do they have to play for? They, they, I mean, besides pride, they, they have nothing to play for. Um, beating CU in Folsom yeah is that a motivator absolutely but do they have uh the 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 skills in place to do that do they have uh the opportunity to do that I mean every team comes in thinking we're gonna we're gonna have to run the ball we got to keep possession we have to do that and it's the question marks on the defense you know now for for CU I don't think they've changed too much I think would you agree kind of Linebackers really kind of filling those gaps and stopping the run. That's kind of where where they've had a little bit of an issue, Dan.
2: Yeah, they definitely have some issues at linebacker. Um, and I think that not having Travis Hunter at corner has hurt them a little bit. They've also had some injuries there at safety, uh, not having Shiloh yeah. in a game in a bit. So yeah, they definitely have some gaps on the defense, but I think that I think that they know that they have those gaps. And a lot of those guys are probably sick of hearing about how good the offense is and they're winning, Shadur's winning in spite of this defense. Um, So hopefully they take tonight as an opportunity to kind of shut down an inferior offense that has struggled to score against a lot of teams this year, not just ones that are good defensively.
1: Exactly. Listen, the defensive line, keep an eye on tonight. Amari McNeil, uh, the last four games, 13 tackles, three and a half for a loss, two and a half sacks, so he's a guy that's getting in there, disrupting, and that's what the defensive line has to do. Um, Return, possibly, um, or a bigger role, I should say, for Alton McCaskill, uh, the fourth tonight. Coach Prime mentioned that this week in his press conferences. We might see a little bit more out of him. The Houston transfer, um, I I think he's a former four-star, five-star guy. Uh, We talked about Travis Hunter potentially returning. Um, He was practicing this week. Could return to the lineup tonight. But Danny, I think you said it best when you said that, you know, Coach Prime, he might just go, let him go through warmups and then say, hey, we're, we're going to kind of wait uh, about two more weeks. We're going to let you get this bye week and we're going to make sure you're not just 100%. You're Travis Hunter percent, if that makes any sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, so, he doesn't have to just be 100%. He's almost got to be 200% because he's playing both ways.
1: Exactly. That's what, Yeah, he's got to be Travis 100%. That's perfect, man. Um, how do you see this one playing out? Shador, I think, you know, he's just been so much fun to watch, DB. He's been so much fun to watch. And the question mark coming into the season, I think the national narrative was, ah, FCS competition, HBCU, how is he gonna really, you know, be able to level up his standard of play, his style of play? going from that level up to the FBS, going to a Pac-12 conference. Um, And I think he's passed the test with flying colors. I I, I love what he can do as far as just keeping plays alive, Um, how he goes through his progressions. Watch him tonight because it's not what – and he reminds me a lot. I've said this in the past. um, He reminds me a lot of uh, Tennessee's quarterback last year – and how he's able to step to the line, call the plays quickly, um, go through his progressions, checkdowns if he needs to, uh, call the audible, switch the plays, everything. He's go- his mind is working literally like an AI computer where he is seeing everything before it's literally happening. Decision making. That's something that is um, – it's really – I don't think it's really taught. I think it's something that is ingrained in you. You either have that – that greatness of making those the right decisions and quick decisions. Um, And we saw that last week when they came down and got that and hit that field goal. Um, And he put them in position there to make that happen. So uh, a Stanford team that I think is going to be in over their heads. DB, uh, you got any final thoughts regarding this CU Stanford game?
2: Well, we've seen the buffs get off to a couple slow starts this year and with the late start, Tonight on a Friday, I kind of expect the same thing, but Shadur and the offense will get rolling. And uh, I I think maybe a big night from Dylan Edwards here. We haven't seen a ton from him since the TCU game, but I think maybe he'll, he'll break some of those screen passes out tonight and uh, take them for long gains. So that's what I'm looking for tonight. And if Travis Hunter is playing, either a turnover or maybe even a pick six from him, uh, he's going to try to bait the Stanford quarterback when they do pass. We'll see how much that actually happens, but yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. It should be a fun game.
1: Yeah, it should be. All eyes, uh, once again, tonight will be on Folsom Field and the CU Buffs as they take on Stanford. We'll give you our picks in the segment four. Next segment, we come back with a little bit of a preview for CSU uh, and Boise State. Fort Collins going to be rocking tonight as the Boise State Broncos come to town. Uh, and then also, Wyoming Air Force takes their magical season so far in, in the toughest test for them this season so far. Uh, tomorrow afternoon as they go up to Cheyenne and take on uh, the Cowboys, who are coming off uh, a big win last weekend. They've already got another big win in their belt um, against Texas Tech in that week one opener. They got uh, played Texas pretty well, so they went toe-to-toe with them. But this is a this is a game, in my opinion, that's going to be one of the best of the weekend to watch. So don't go anywhere. When we come back, it is segment three. We give you the breakdown of those games, and then we finish up strong with some picks, as well as USC, Notre Dame, Oregon, and Washington. It is a fan college football edition every Friday. Tony Combs, Danny Bailey, 98.1, 107.5 FM, HD3, my husband.
0: I trust our kids. I think we have good players, and um, and so I know that what we're doing is correctable. And I and I trust our coaches. And so we've got to get our eyes in the right place. We got to stop trying to do things that, you know, trying to do somebody else's job, and our guys got to do their job. And and that's really that simple. Um, you know, every defense is designed for 11 guys to do their job. And when we have big plays, it's because somebody doesn't do it. And so. You know we got to quit taking turns doing that and we got to keep the ball in front of us and, um, and 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 tackle them and get it down and you know and and you know I think we do when we're playing really good you know we get the third down and we try to, and we get them stopped you know that's the that's the biggest thing we do and get make them pump the ball back to our offense and so um, really really I really feel confident that we can get that corrected and I feel like our kids can rally and play better so you know that's our job as coaches to get them to do that and We're excited to come home and play Boise. There you go.
1: Every time I hear this song, all I think about is Shane Falco and CSU. Might need Shane Falco this weekend to pick up a win against Boise State. That right there, you heard Jay Norvell and his pre uh, his presser uh, this week talking about what uh, the Rams need to do up in Fort Collins as they host Boise State. Boise State coming in at uh, three and three. Um, they are looking for the first time this season to get above five hundred. Um, when you think of Boise State, Boise State Broncos, that's kind of a An anomaly there. I mean, this is a team that's had uh, a lot of success over the last two decades, really, uh, in the quote-unquote G5 category, playing in the Mountain West, many Mountain West Conference championships. Uh, And they're facing a CSU team uh, riling a little bit, 0-1 in conference. So they're looking for the Rams, looking for their first opportunity to pick up a conference victory here. And it would be against um, a Boise State team that Danny has... Uh, question marks at the most pivotal position you can have in um, college football. And that is, well, in any football. And that's the quarterback position uh, right now. Uh, Boise State, really, uh, I think it was, they're rotating between Maddox Maddo- Maddox Madsen, who's a freshman, and then Taylor Green, uh, freshman of the year, last year. Uh, and it, when you think of Boise State, I think of a really balanced offense. Um, but what I've seen from them uh, over the last couple of weeks, at least under center, is that Boise is uh, is really they've won their last couple of games with the run and with the defense. So I expect to see a lot of that. They've got to clamp down. CSU is a is a team that they are air raid. They're going to throw the ball. However, their secondary is not good. Their <laughs> CSU secondary is not good. And they've been exposed. Um, and that uh, is the result of what you've seen in the win-loss column. Jay Norvell um, said, hey, listen, we've got to limit mistakes. You've got to limit turnovers. Uh, they made the quarterback change, CSU, earlier this season, going from Clay Millen to uh, Braden Fowler-Nicolosi. Uh, and he's, he's had flashes. He's had, some obviously, some great games. We saw that, um, that instant classic that there's probably going to be a 30-for-30 30 30 about uh, with CU and CSU Norvell. Sunglasses, hats, uh, everything was thrown out there. Uh, Nicolosi had a great game there Uh, this season so far. He's about right at 1,600 yards, 11 touchdowns. But the number, uh, the 10 interceptions, that's what concerns me, DB, about this weekend against a very aggressive and staunch Boise State defense. A good thing for for Braden Fowler-Nicolosi, which he is, which Coach Norvell is seeing and praising on that he didn't see with Millen, is the 65% completion rate. In the air raid, that's what you have to do. It's all about completing passes. It's all about that completion percentage. And chunk plays, you know, getting those next level completions from uh, behind the line screens, next level to those in between inside routes to those then opening up. Uh, the opportunities downfield, um, run game has to set that up. What we what we're going to see this weekend? Um, bright spots for uh, for CSU. Um, you know, I think it's it's Tony Horton, it, it, it's Torrey Horton. Sorry, it starts with him and ends with him. To be honest with you, I mean, this guy is going to be a first rounder more than likely, uh, a playmaker. We've seen him. Uh, just go. You saw him against uh, CU. Him and uh, him and Travis going head to head right there. Uh, just, just beautiful. Just a lot of fun to watch. So CSU is going to do this. You need a. You have to have Braden Fowler, Nicolosi You can't have the turnovers. You can't have the turnovers. And there's going to be a lot of pressure there. You've got to get Torrey Horton in space. You've got to get him the opportunity to create to be special because he is special. That's what you have to do. That's what a primary playmaker does. Um, he's got 560 yards, six touchdowns, 48 catches. But it doesn't stop with him. Getting Dalen and Hol- Holker involved as well, um, it, the tight end, he, he is somebody else that can open this up as well and keep the drives going. They can't stall. They can't stall against Boise. Boise's going to try to hold the ball. They're going to try to possess, out-possess. You might see maybe 15, 20 attempts, passing attempts, out of Boise State, out of those two uh young kids behind center. I mean, last week I think they had uh 15, no, 13 attempts throwing the ball, if I'm if my memory serves. Um, Boise State is going into this saying, we're gonna go toe to toe. We are going to go head to head with you. Our defense is gonna show up. Uh, they're gonna get we're gonna pressure Braden, Fowler, Nicolosi, and um create turnovers. So Whoever's a quarterback for Boise State, it's going to be a game management role. Um Well, speaking know, of at, pressures,
2: Tony. Pressure. Mm-hmm. You know who leads the uh leads the country in sacks?
1: Oh, I believe that is uh Kamara, right?
2: It is, Muhammad Kamara from CSU. Yeah. So uh so if he can keep getting after the quarterback
1: and that's him, yeah, next
2: with those big H tight ends, those uh, those guys catching passes, Horton and, and Hooker.
1: Yeah, that's the disruption that that CSU is going to need right there. Um, yeah, Muhammad Kamara, just he's a beast off the line, just incredible. Uh, does a great job um, with his literally that first second getting off the ball and and, and disrupting. The hands are up, uh, forcing the quarterback out, coming off the edge. He does a little bit of everything, so he's just fantastic um, and would be something, someone fun to watch. This one is, um, you know, I, I the good thing is CSU's playing at home. Will they, and I think it's going to be, I think if it's not, it should be close to a sellout. They'll have that there. Um, they'll have the uh, the blue uh, uh, mechanic shirts on there that Norvell likes to wear. Um, but it's all going to fall on, on the heels of, yes, making, the offense is going to have to win this game. The defense is going to have to make a couple of stops. Um, if they can do that, if they can limit Boise to, I think if they can limit Boise to less than 20, then the outcome could be good for CSU. Moving from uh, Fort Collins uh, down uh, up to Cheyenne, so right up, about 40 minutes up I-25, uh, Wyoming and Air Force, DB. This one is going to be a fun one to watch. Wyoming coming off a big win last week against uh, Mikey Keene, a quarterback, and his Fresno State Bulldogs uh, came in to Cheyenne undefeated, 5-0. and um, Vegas thought that uh, Fresno State, was the team to beat but you don't go into wyoming you don't go into cheyenne uh and just walk out with a w do you danny
2: no you don't isn't this game in colorado springs now?
1: uh is it i'm sorry i thought it was in uh i thought it was in uh wyoming um okay
2: yeah this one's at the academy at falcon stadium it's at the
1: academy okay all right what What i'm looking at says uh it's in wyoming so bad bad internet that's bad on me. Sorry. Um, so in the Springs. Okay. Well, that changes everything. Does it? Wait, actually, does it, Danny? Wyoming at Air Force. You've been to many, many games at the Air Force Academy I having that have. lineage there. Um, talk to me a little bit about uh, you know a game coming in like this. Wyoming coming in off that big Fresno. It doesn't change the fact that they, they did get that big win over Fresno State last week. Um, you've got um, a Wyoming team coming in with some good uh, momentum, you got an Air Force team who I am 100% beating the drum behind that they are the best team um in the group of 5, they are the best team uh in the Mountain West, which I think is the best conference in the group of 5. Um h- how does that change things this game Air Force hosting Wyoming?
2: Well, it's a long trip for Wyoming uh from just north of Colorado to down in southern Colorado, I guess not that far south, but um not as short of a trip as if they're just going to play the Rams or something. Yeah. And because it's a Service Academy game, you know you're not you're not preparing the same way you're preparing for Fresno. You're not preparing the same way you're preparing for App State or for Texas or for uh University of New Mexico. So Air Force has been beating the snot out of everyone they've had to play. And if you're Wyoming, if you're Wyoming, you just wanna you just want to go in there and kind of grind them down. Um so we'll see because I don't know with the way that Wyoming plays, they're not going to be chucking the ball all over the field. You talked about it, they're starting QB only had 16 attempts uh passing attempts in the last game. So we'll see what happens with Wyoming because this could be this could be some good old school football.
1: Yeah, we've well, got um Wyoming team, who, like I said, they've got some, uh, they got picked up a couple wins. They're going for their third straight here, I think. And they played Texas really well. And this team held Texas to 316 yards. Um, and then also, they did a good job. The defense for the Cowboys kept a good job, did a good job of keeping App State um, off the scoreboard as well. I think they, in the conference opener, I think it was, uh, they scored 19. But this is an Air Force team. It's an academy. It's one of the best squads I've seen play um in quite a long time they have um like you said Danny I think you said it best Air Force is gonna score um it's just how many can you limit them to and this is going to be a possession based it's it's gonna grind it, it might actually be a fantastic game when you think about it from the ultimately uh, close game and the result, I think Vegas has it about five and a half. Um, but it might be tough to watch. Would you agree, Danny, just with the styles of play that both these teams have?
2: Yeah, it won't be probably one of the It won't be, uh, be
1: Oregon-Washington, I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah,
2: it won't be the highlights of Oregon-Washington. We probably won't see top 10 plays on ESPN from this game but it's it's a different environment down there at at the Air Force Academy and it's a lot of fun play it's a a place that's a a lot of fun to go watch a game so yeah Wyoming Air Force this is kind of uh for for the Mountain West for right now who is atop the Mountain West so it'll be a great measuring stick for both schools
1: Yep. you got air force uh, at top at three and wyoming two and and then Boise at two and so right now in the state of Colorado uh you have the top three teams in uh, the mountain west conference playing uh this weekend and um I, I just i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i think that um you know the mountain west is a great conference um they position themselves um quietly to uh, to have a very interesting off season with what uh Happened with the Pac-12 conference this past offseason as well. So, Danny, we come into segment four, the fourth and final segment. I love it. It's my favorite segment. We're going to do some picks. We'll talk about USC, Notre Dame. We'll talk about Oregon and uh, Washington, the quarterback draw there. And then we'll give our picks on CU, Stanford, CSU, Boise State, Air Force, and Wyoming. So, with that being said, don't go anywhere. We head into the fourth quarter, the final quarter. There is no overtime today. We finish it up and we finish it up strong. This segment proudly presented by our friends over at Three Margaritas, Tres Margaritas. Hey, listen, you guys are looking for a happy hour. They have one of the best happy hours. Our Broomfield location and um, Westminster in the Orchard right off 144th uh, and 25 Broomfield right off of 120th and Main, the boys do it well house margaritas flavored margaritas the coin the draft bottle beers as low as $3.50 the menu get some Cheese dip, nachos, cheese taquitos, everything. Nothing over seven bucks. Seven bucks, man. So, you're looking for something to do tonight? Looking for a place to watch uh, the game tonight? Head over to uh, Three Margaritas over at the Orchard or a Broomfield location. All right, it is the Fan Cave College Football Edition. I'm Tony Koma. is Danny Bailey with you every Friday from 12 to 1 o'clock. Whether it's live or pre-recorded, you still get us. It doesn't matter. I love it. 981, 1075 HD3, my high sport.
0: what you guys have been able to do early 5-0 and so far, I know you don't like to talk too much about that, but what's the message going into a game like this where maybe your guys do feel a bit more pressure going into a game against Wyoming? Yeah, they should. And I don't think we've ever said anything about what our
2: record is. You know, I think our guys um they realize the sheer challenge that's involved to just being able to play any sport at the air force academy and so uh, just the work that goes in day in and day out in the weight room and in the meeting room just to try to generate growth and even um even the improvement that may seem uh, a little bit nebulous it's not
1: it's the fan cave college football edition presented by drives at mile high time to tailgate with your host tony comas Welcome back to the Fan Cave. We finish up strong every Friday by looking at uh, some of the picking – some of the most um, eyeball-attracting games of the weekend, the ones where you're going to be the one flipping that channel. Hey, And, and um, hey, Danny, something real quickly. I switched over. I, I, I cut the cord. I switched over to YouTube TV, and I wouldn't do it anything differently, man. I love it because what one of the things I like about YouTube TV, free plug, is that they um, – so when you know, like college football, for example, you've got two, three, four, five, six games going on, right? And you want to watch, you know, a couple of them. They have channels where they will split screen, you know, two of the games, three of the games, four of the games, and you can choose from all of the different games going on at the same time. So like your your um, 10 a.m. kickoffs, your noon kickoffs, your 1:30. Uh, your your late game kickoffs, your five thirties, your six thirty games. You can watch two or three or four of them at the same time. I, for for guys like me and you who love it, man, I, I don't know what you have at home, uh, you know, to fulfill your college football and your uh, NFL football um, needs. But I, I tell you, I'm loving this uh, YouTube uh, TV.
2: Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it, and uh, when I have been watching that way that's not what i have in my house but when i've watched it at friends houses like that it's definitely a lot of fun to have all four four different games going at once
1: yeah well two games that aren't going to be happening at once here all eyes are going to be on south bend indiana where you've got uh, notre dame and usc this is one of uh, the most history uh, storied uh, rivalries in college football history really uh, Irish coming off a oh man, just a disappointing uh, loss last week against Louisville, although I did pick Louisville uh, in that game. Sam Hartman, you know, hey, listen, he was supposed to be, uh, you know, the guy the you know, he he was the guy coming in the, you know, going way back to the Tony Rice days at Notre Dame. That's who he was supposed to be coming off a huge season at Wake Forest uh, coming over in the transfer portal. And they suffered a 33-20 to 20 loss. Now, it's a USC team led by Caleb Williams. That's who you need to know. Caleb Williams, the uh, incumbent when it comes to the Heisman Trophy, uh, a high-powered offense. But as you know, with Lincoln Riley, uh, the, he puts 11 guys in shoulder pads and calls them a defense. That might be uh, the issue here for USC. Notre Dame, they play defense. The offense hasn't really taken off as much uh, as thought. They're top 40 in the country, right around thirty-six right around there, but they're going to, you know, what kind of game do you see this turning out to be uh, as far as, is it uh, last man that scores kind of thing? Because I am leaning as hard it is for me to do to go against Caleb Williams in that USC offense. I mean, they had to go to uh, I think, was it, two overtimes? uh, Three overtimes against uh, Arizona last week. Three, yeah. Uh, Yeah, two-point conversions in order to win that. I mean, just zero defense. And granted, they did come back. Um, This game could play out similarly, to be honest with you. Arizona's defense played fantastic for a quarter and a half, almost the first half entirely. But then USC was just a little bit too much. Um, I want to lean Notre Dame because I trust that they have a more complete team. But I don't think that if they need to score – that they can, if they need to outscore USC, that they can. Um, Danny, what are your thoughts?
2: Well, looking at what this Notre Dame team did to Ohio State, also generally a little more of an explosive, high-powered offense, they held them to 17 points. They didn't get the win, but they didn't even get to 20 points. So I think that Caleb Williams might struggle a little bit tonight against a more talented defense. And then if that Notre Dame offense shows up, it might be hard for Caleb Williams to keep up if his defense isn't stopping anybody.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. So the the pick here, um, what do we got? It's at uh, two and a half, I think. And actually, you've got, uh, I think, is Notre Dame favored in this? They are. Yeah, Notre Dame is is that field goal or just under field goal with the hook? Two and a half here, Danny. I love what you just said right there, and that's kind of where my head. is. Has been, I'm going Notre Dame, giving the two and a half.
2: I'm right there with you.
1: All right, let's move. We go from South Bend, Indiana to uh, the other huge game for the weekend, Washington and Oregon. Uh, before I get into my thoughts, what do you, you have some initial thoughts on this one? The Ducks and the Huskies in Seattle.
2: Well, I'm, I mean, I'm trying not to be biased. I want to see Washington ball out on Oregon. Um, but this is going to be, I think, this is going to be a pretty exciting game, a big time scoring matchup between Bo Nix and Penix. Um, also, interesting that Penix just said a PE before Nix, uh, and it's essentially <laughs> the same name. But yeah, I uh, I think that Washington tough place to go play. Both these teams five and zero. It's similar to that Air Force Wyoming game. You're kind yep. of battling here for Pac-12 supremacy and we'll see how it shakes out. I think that the teams are properly ranked right now. Oregon, I would put behind Washington unless they beat them, but I'm going to have to take Washington minus the three.
1: All right. Here's where we will, um, here's where we'll differ. Um, I, I am looking at the ducks at a perfect five and L and then I'm looking at the ducks at a perfect five and L against the spread. And I'm looking at the ducks who average 52 points per game. They're rushing nearly 225 yards a game and 7 yards per carry and they're only giving up 11.8 are they points per game. Now, are they going to do that against Pennix and this Washington Huskies offense? No. But I trust 5 and 0 and 5 and 0 and Dan Lanning. I'll take the Oregon. I'll take the Ducks. Uh, I'll give, give me the points. I'll take those. And then see you tonight and Stanford. This line is, is it still sitting around 11, 11 and a half DB?
2: I'm seeing 12 and a half buffs.
1: Oh, because Hunter, they, they said that he's going to play. So I think we, uh, I was talking about this earlier this week with a friend. It's a, it's sitting at 11, 11 and a half. If Hunter plays, you could see that line go to 13 by kickoff. And it looks like that's the way that it's going. Um, I, I, I listen, uh, Stanford's just they get dismantled by everybody. I, I don't think that they are going to be able to stay within two scores, um, two touchdowns of call, CU and the offense. I think you see a little bit better linebacker play. I think you see some disruption a little bit up front. I think that uh, CU has a point to make tonight. Travis Hunter, I do think he does play. Uh, that's why that line's moving. And um, I'll give me the buffs, I'll lay the points.
2: Yeah, I'll take that. It's a lot of points, but in college with Shadur and these wide receivers for Colorado, I think that they get they get this to a two score win
1: at least. Ab- absolutely. Hey, listen, DB, two touchdowns. Thank you, that you, is. As Two touchdowns, exactly. Hey, I appreciate it, man. A lot of fun today. Special thanks to our good friends over at Evolve Wellness and Health, uh, the boys over at Drives at Mile High, uh, and our friends over at uh, Three Margaritas. Thank you so much. Hey, you guys. Enjoy some college football tonight. Enjoy some college football tomorrow. Best sport in all of the land. Thank you for tuning in to the Fan Cave every Monday through Friday from 12 to 1 o'clock. Uh, for Danny Bailey, I'm Tony Comas And the boys over at Mile High Sports, we are looking forward to a great weekend of college football. Take it easy. Talk to you later. 981, 107.5, 83, Mile High Sports. A little city,
0: chilling my boys don't play, fool. and you know